welcome to Josie's Bar Podcast, the bar in which you may have noticed we have balloons up everywhere today and you're like, well, Josie's Bar doesn't look as grimy as it usually does. Well, that's because it's my co-host Vicky's birthday. Hey! Hey! Happy birthday! And, and to celebrate, we have a very special guest of us who always has a seat at the bar. It's Connor. Yay! Yay! Hey, hello. I, I knew about Vicky's birthday, so obviously I came. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You got oh. the call. <laughs> yeah. You were helping me put up all these balloons and streamers that are surrounding Definitely. us. <laughs> I stepped on some broken glass. <laughs> yeah, we just swept the broken glass away. It's behind the bar, so you can't tell. <laughs> you guys really know how to polish a turd. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we've uh, we've fixed up some of the broken windows with, like, some little banners that say, Happy birthday. <laughs> <laughs> uh you know we've covered covered the beer pumps and glitter and stuff yeah um Yay. so welcome guys um uh happy birthday vicky and welcome back connor it's always uh, always Thank happy you. to have you back we did have a bit of a delay last week because vicky had her covid jab and was very poorly oh jesus i felt like i've been hit by a bus for like two days yeah. It was just like, and then all of a sudden, like on, I think it was, was it Monday lunchtime or Tuesday lunchtime, like the side effects just disappeared. Yeah. Just, just like that. I'm glad you're feeling better. Yeah, that was, that was, that was rough. So thank weekend. you for waiting a week, um, Connor. And for oh, being that's fine. Guest. I mean, I, I feel like that when I read these issues sometimes, so I don't have a feeling. Yeah, that's why you're really feeling ill, Vicky. You were reading about Mike Murdoch and were like, what? <laughs> It's too much. <laughs> uh, we're also joined this week by um, special guest Luna, the Josie's Bar cat, who is <laughs> snoring um, next to me. So if listeners can hear a weird noise and they wonder what it is, um, it's it's Luna, the Josie's Bar cat, <laughs> <laughs> who is uh, the second cutest cat in the world. Yes, she's she's very cute. Yes, when even when she's snoring right now. So this week we are covering issue 27 of mm. Daredevil and this issue is entitled Mike Murdoch Must Die. Yes, he must. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Emma would disagree. <laughs> Alive with Emma. <laughs> uh, shame. This was released, this issue, well, I'm sorry, it says Mike Murdoch Must Die but it is an April Fool's because it was released on April the 1st, 1967. So anyone that bought this issue on April Fool's Day 1967 was like, yay, Mike Murdoch's going to die. They were like, oh, I'm the April Fool. <laughs> God damn it, Marvel. Uh, the description of this issue is Daredevil gets involved in one of Spider-Man's tussles, leading to rocky terms with the wall crawler. Meanwhile, Mask Marauder and Stiltman combine forces to take down the man without fear once and for all. <laughs> <laughs> but with both mm. villains hunting for Mike Murdoch, will their trail run cold before they begin? <gasps> Breathtaking Battle of Babbling Behemoths by Stan the Man Lee and Gentleman Gene Colan. Indescribable inking by fearless Frankie Giacoya. And level-headed lettering by adorable Artie Simak. Oh. So, I want to talk about this cover first of all. Because mm. I think this is a really ugly cover. <laughs> What do you guys it's, think? It's a bit... Um, mm, yeah, it's not the greatest. It's, just, apparently it's the uh, first cover with speech bubbles. I think so, yeah. It's... Yeah, I just... I There's just... I would much prefer like a really cool 
you know, picture of like Daredevil fighting Stiltman or anything. But this is just yeah, like <laughs> a very generic picture of Daredevil in the middle. And then there's like a little picture of Spider-Man. There's a little picture of the Master Order, a little picture of fucking Karen. It's just like, mm, yeah. It's like the end game. It's like, it's like the end game poster all over again. <laughs> just little floating heads everywhere. <laughs> um, and this issue starts ironically with Daredevil leapfrogging uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> over a statue of the Thinker. <laughs> I know, I thought that was hilarious. I don't know where that is. I was like, where, where are you right now? Where, where are you, Matt? <laughs> like, uh, looking for Stiltman. Um, Stiltman! So, obviously, it's only right that we do an, an issue with Stiltman on Vicky's birthday. Yeah. The, the, only, the only way it could have been better if it was my, my babe, the Plunderer. Stiltman versus the Plunderer. <gasps> oh, I wouldn't know what to do with myself. <laughs> You'd be like, oh, oh, oh swoon. <laughs> uh, so immediately, Daredevil hears a commotion on the street and finds Spider-Man fighting some car thieves. As you do. Um, mm. Yeah. And swings in to join in the, the fight. Yeah. At no it's point a... in this issue, weirdly, does Spider-Man go, did you get my letter I sent you? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, That and that... That didn't happen that long ago. No. And it's just weird because I'm just for a bit of background. I'm like a I'm a huge like Spider-Man fan, specifically because of this era. I think mm-hmm. '60s Spider-Man is like the best stuff in the '60s. Like, which is why I'm so perplexed as to why some of these issues are so, you know, uh, but you put them next to some Spider-Man issues from the same year. It's just like a completely different league, but it's written by the same dude. Mm-hmm. So I maybe just didn't know. I don't know. We could talk about what Stan Lee was thinking with some of these <laughs> villains and stuff for a long time. But so he he leaves this note, and most of the time their interactions are really good. And I think you guys talked about this, but yeah, it's just weirdly inconsistent. And he's really aggressive towards Daredevil all the yeah. time. Yeah. The past few times, which is really weird, because like, yeah, he's he's like what eighteen, and he's hot headed, but like he's not a complete idiot. <laughs> mm. You he's know, not a, he's not a total arsehole. He's not. Um, but it's Johnny like Storm. no, but it's like oh Johnny Storm, but like no one's mentioned the letter again. Yeah, yeah, that, no one's mentioned. So weird. Like I, I I was you know Karen being the the nosy busybody that she is, <laughs> like doesn't even bring it up when Matt comes back from wherever he went with Kazar and everything. Like, you'd think that that would be the first thing. When he went that on, she, his, on his holiday said, to the seaside. Yeah. <laughs> like, you'd think, though, she'd be like, oh, Matt, 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 you'll never guess what. Look, 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 look. Spider-Man, like, sent us this letter and said that you're Daredevil. Is that true? Because yeah. it's, Ka- it's like Karen. That's, yeah. what she, that's what she does. You know, she's gossip. But, like, it's never mentioned again. Yeah. Which yeah, is it's like, really I was... I would think, you know, for me, I was excited that Spider-Man was popping up because, you know, it's been a while since I read these, but I'm like, oh, they'll talk about the letter. And, you know, for me, a change in Spider-Man and Daredevil's dynamic is much more interesting than whatever Mike Murdoch shenanigans I'll be coming up with. But it seems mm-hmm. that letter was solely, its sole purpose was just bringing about Mike Murdoch. Yeah. You know, yeah, despite the fact that it. it was a very interesting origin of Spider-Man knowing who he is, it's just never really brought up again. So, mm. 
I also think uh, the first... I really love the first page, and I think mm-hmm. it's kind of ruined by the amount of text on it. The one of him leapfrogging. Leaping over the thinker. Yeah. yeah. I really like that, that that page as well. There's some, there's some really, really lovely um, artwork mm. in this issue, I think. Um, but yeah, there is quite a lot of, of text on it. It would be nice if there's like a, a clean version of it somewhere. Yeah. I'm sure there. I'm sure someone's done that. You know. Yeah, because it is. It's a really fussy. Um, like a, I think like that's a, why I don't like the cover. I think the cover's really fussy. I think that's why I don't like it. It's very yellow too. Yeah. It's, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's giving me yellow flashbacks to the yellow costume. I'm like. Oh, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> um, so. I love the panel of Spider-Man punching the thief. I think it's great. Love that. It's just so kinetic. It's great. Love it. Really hurt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like, whoa. Um, we get this weird little moment between Daredevil and Spider-Man that I've seen... Well, I don't know if it's famous, but, like, I, I you know, I remember. Where um, Daredevil jokes that Spider-Man never smiles, and Spider-Man's like, oh, how can you tell? And And... And Daredevil's like, oh no, I've I've let him know. <laughs> and it's like, well, no, like you can still joke that he never smiles because it doesn't mean you have to physically see him smile. It could be like, hey, do you ever smile? Like, are you ever not a grumpy ass? Do you know what I mean? Um, and he already knows who you are. The yeah. Boy, yeah. Know. And then he's like, oh, okay. And then he's like, oh, maybe I have X-ray eyes. It was very weird because yeah, because he believes that Spider-Man knows who he is, but I would feel like if he said that, Spider-Man would say something about how do you know that when you're blind Matt Murdock or, oh, so being blind is just an act or something like that, you know? Yeah. I just, I really get the feeling that Stan was putting his A-game into the other books, and Mm -hmm. this is just, like, he'll just forget stuff in the Daredevil title because he's not putting all of his... I'm not saying he's, like, slacking off, but I'm just saying, you know, he's not... It's not like... He's just kind of doing it as he goes. Yeah, it's not very I tightly think, plotted a lot of the time. Yeah, whereas Spider-Man, it's like it's obvious there was stuff planned out heaps in advance, and you know, the mistakes like this pretty much never happened yeah. in that book. Mm. Um, yeah, thankfully Gene Collins here to give us beautiful artwork anyway. <laughs> yeah, so. <it's> absolutely. <laughs> um, so the Mars Marauder shows off his helicopter to the Stilt Man. Stilt Man is the new <laughs> gladiator. Apparently, it's his little sidekick. Um, his helicopter's got a disintegrating force field around it. And then Stiltman shows what happens if he flicks his nipples. Sorry, his control studs, <laughs> I wrote. Because <laughs> he's flicking these little buttons on him. And I was like, is he flicking his nipples? What's going on? Um, it's like he's got little metallic, like, little cat nipples. Um, and if he does that, if he flicks his control studs... As he says, uh, he's, his legs zoom up super fast. So fast that no one sees them. these big stilts <laughs> zoom up into the sky. It's that fast. I, yeah, I was... My... I did I did giggle quite a lot when I saw that. <laughs> and I was like, whee! Now, here's, <laughs> like, a, here's a question, Vicky. <laughs> when you get your stilt man tattoo, will he mm-hmm. have control studs? <laughs> Um, I think he's going to have to, and his abs as well. Oh yeah, his abs. He's on. His abs are fully out in this issue. It's great. Yeah. Uh, So the master order. I just noticed that actually. Yeah, (laughs) he's like built. I mean, this is his second suit, so he's obviously decided he wants to look a bit more ripped. You know, 
Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So the Masked Marauder suggests capturing Matt, Foggy and Karen to find out Daredevil's identity because he knows that they know, one of them knows who Daredevil is. Um, So that's his plan. This plan is very weird later. (laughs) We'll get to it. Um, I I like how he moves his legs up and down really fast and Mars Mortar's like, how did Daredevil ever beat you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're so tall. Right. Wow. <laughs> he it's got like, tall really fast. <laughs> it's amazing. It's like we were saying last week, like people are like, wow, if Leapfrog and Stiltman teamed up, they'd be unstoppable. <laughs> One's really tall and one could jump. Wow. <laughs> it's so funny. Uh, ridiculous. Like, I would say the Gladiator is a more formidable foe than Stiltman. Well, yeah, he's certainly. he's ruthless and yeah. he's like a huge guy no. with razor blades on his arms. So yeah. I think he's probably Daredevil's most, uh, except for maybe Purple Man, because mm-hmm. you know. Um, also, do you guys do you guys remember how Daredevil resisted Purple Man? He threw a blanket over him. <laughs> yeah, but it, his powers wouldn't work on him at all. Oh, it was what did they say? Because it was pheromones or something. I can't remember how he resisted him, actually. Okay. I'll, I'll, I'll just look it up later. Um, hmm. I can't remember. Oh, I remember him throwing a blanket over him because it's one of my... He did the old cloakeroo, yeah. as we call it. Which he hasn't... We haven't had our old cloakeroo in ages, Vicky. I know. I miss the old cloakeroo. Yeah. I mean, when he when he eventually fights Kingpin, he'll have to defeat him with a very big cloak. He'll need a giant cloak <laughs> to do a cloakeroo on the Kingpin. Yeah. <laughs> or if he did one on Stiltman, <laughs> they can't quite throw the cloak high enough. <laughs> he could have some ridiculous scheme where he gets, like, the people in the city to ride helicopters with, like, a big cloak <laughs> yeah. and then drop it on him. That would be so beautiful. Oh, I'd love it. I could see it happening, to be Absolutely. honest. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> um, so, Karen, meanwhile in the office, Karen mentions that Mike has vanished since Stiltman's escape. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> Not suspicious at all. Uh-huh. You never see her and Matt, him and Matt in the same place. Stiltman mm-hmm. shoots a gas pellet into the office, which is sleeping gas. And Matt mentions that his super smell will mean that he is first to fall asleep. And that is a moment I really like, because I like it whenever they have it, where his, that Matt is vulnerable, but not, not because of his blindness. That The fact that his super senses obviously make him far more skilled in you know give him an advantage in certain areas but also give him a disadvantage in others you know usually mm, yeah. sound and stuff i like i like it you know one of my favorite mm-hmm. sorry go on no 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 go on, go on i was saying like i uh, i read uh i'm a huge fan of uh daredevil uh, not daredevil obviously i'm a huge fan of uh, <laughs> i'm a huge fan of uh deadpool but like early deadpool and mm-hmm. they had a crossover and Deadpool specifically lured him next to, like, a stereo mm-hmm. and then bled it really loudly and it just completely, you know, knocked him prone because his super senses yeah. all of a sudden were taking this stereo at max volume right next to his head. I thought that was really cool and clever when yeah. I read it. Wade, you little shit. <laughs> <laughs> Team Red. Yeah, Team Red. I watched De- uh, Deadpool 2 with my mum the other night because she wanted to watch it. And we rented it Which on Amazon cut? Prime. Um, the regular one, not the director's, yeah. not the uh, Christmas one. Um, and we rented it, and then the very next day, Stars added it to Disney Plus for free. 
Oh, damn it. <laughs> so, never mind. Um, but she enjoyed it. So, Stiltman picks up an unconscious Karen, and this is where we see that she's still wearing her, her Daredevil cosplay, as we called it last week. Can we just say as well that um, I'm like my uh, my dislike of, of men drawing women in comics. Why I have been two uh, cones pointing straight up. It's like <laughs> boobs don't work like that. Yeah. Was it? I I'm not I'm not knowledgeable in such matters, but I assumed it was one of those weird weird bras that are like pointy. I don't know. She's borrowed it off Madonna. Uh, just, but they're not even like. It's not even that they're pointing completely upwards. It's just that, like, the anatomy is completely wrong. They look like they're on her neck. <laughs> and it's just, yeah, I, 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 that's the only thing I could see in this panel was, like, <laughs> why are Karen's boobs like that? Yeah. <laughs> I don't understand. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but you get that a lot in comics where you, you know, as, as a woman, um, mm-hmm. I look at a lot of, <laughs> like, women in comics and go... No, boobs don't do that. <laughs> like, that's why. That's why I love the Hawkeye initiative so much. Oh yeah, well it's like the whole thing of you know with the Hawkeye initiative of when, you know, when female comic characters are drawn where you can see their boobs and their butt, and it's like no, women don't have extra elastic spines. We can't yeah. do that. <laughs> you know, yeah, we can't do that. Yeah, yeah. Tell that to Nightwing. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, and male comic book characters don't have like skeletons the size of woolly mammoths like that uh, well, that... Captain America that Rob Liefeld. I was just drew thinking on, that. On, yeah, yeah. <laughs> someone drew the skeleton inside it, and it was like, Whoa, oh my god, terrific! <laughs> <laughs> oh dear, it's like wow, damn, son, the serum really did a number on you. <laughs> also, there was a good. Uh, um, Shout out to Rob Liefeld in Deadpool 2 that I completely forgot about where uh, yes. Deadpool comments that he can't draw feet. It was great. <laughs> he never comments <laughs> on Rob Liefeld by name, but we all know who he's talking about. We all, everyone knows. <laughs> yeah. Everyone knows. So uh, Stiltman puts uh, uh, Foggy Matt and Karen in the hot air balloon under a helicopter. <laughs> Can I just <laughs> say that it was just the funniest thing in this whole comic. It was like the just the stupid little hot air balloon. <laughs> why not put him in the helicopter? <laughs> like, it's just fun. Why not build a, a bigger helicopter? <laughs> yeah, just build a bigger helicopter so you don't have to have a hot air balloon under just, a helicopter. And it's like I just, but then then they're suddenly like inside the helicopter, and it's like you've got stilt man. Yeah, like just. I have Stiltman transfer <laughs> transfer them from the window into the helicopter. And also, what the helicopter the is big do? enough, the interior of the helicopter, that they have a massive fight later. I know. But just, they just uh, want to put them in a hot air balloon for some it was reason. Just, it's, it's Matt's little unconscious face that, that finished me <laughs> off in the basket. Just absolutely finished me off. <laughs> Nice. He's just like lying there going, hey. <laughs> uh, I love that. So Stiltman leaves a little note for Daredevil. <laughs> Everyone's leaving notes for Daredevil in this, these comics. It's so funny. Um, and and then he's like, oh, we don't need to tie up that guy because he's blind. Well, I mean, he could, if he's that blind and helpless, 
he could fall out of the hot air balloon, so <laughs> I don't understand your logic here. Well, and also, like, you know, it could uh, it could make him um, even, like, more dangerous yeah. than the other two because he's blind. He doesn't know what's going on. So when he comes around, <laughs> he can start, like, lashing out yeah, with like all four of out. his limbs. Exactly. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Start, like, you know, flailing no, around he's, like he's, a windmill. He's harmless. Rolling around, screaming. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and so they're like, we want to know who Daredevil is, and Matt immediately is like, oh, it's my yeah, brother Matt. Mike! <laughs> <laughs> and Karen's like, how could you? Matt. How could you? <laughs> I legitimately laughed out loud at how... Because, like, we, we said, we joked before that Matt gets this letter from Spider-Man saying, I know that you're Daredevil, and immediately <laughs> the first thing is, oh, it's my fake brother Matt, uh, Mike. Uh, immediately. And with this, he's like, we know you know who Daredevil is. Tell us. And they could just go, no, we don't. What are you talking about? Like, <laughs> and Matt's like, yeah, oh, it's Mike. Immediately. That's <laughs> oh, my brother Mike. <laughs> he should have uh, said it was Spider-Man. Spider-Man <laughs> moonlights his Daredevil. Yeah. Getting to go after him. Yeah, then, then Spider-Man would be pissed at Daredevil for a reason. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and a legitimate reason. Yeah. But Karen is just... Oh, oh, she's just like... Looking at Matt like betrayer, you, sh- you shady bitch. Yeah. <laughs> She's very upset. It's great. Um, Foggy's in the back. Uh, yeah, Foggy doesn't really something. feature until later. He's just kind of passed out on the floor or something, I guess. Poor Foggy. Have you? Did you, have either of you read uh, Daredevil and Spider-Man's first interaction yet? Oh, years ago, but not for the podcast. Okay. Oh uh, yeah, I didn't think you're doing it for the podcast, but if if either of you haven't read it, it's really good and yeah. like a good start. I remember reading. I mean, oh. it would be good for us to cover maybe one day. I'm just not sure when. Um, yeah. Yeah, maybe we should have covered it, but um, we could always do a little a little bonus episode at some mm-hmm. point. And do it. It'll be fun. Yeah, it's probably yeah. Daredevil. So. <laughs> uh, Stiltman jumps out of the plane so quick with his little legs. Shrinking <laughs> that the cops don't see it, they just on the ground, they just see a metallic blur. He's that quick. I just, I love, I love him trying to hide, yeah, like behind a building. It's like, dude, you're like literally the shiniest thing within a hundred meters, yeah, and and you're trying to hide behind a, a bit of wall. Like, <laughs> what, what are you doing? Oh, my favorite thing. This is the second laugh out loud. I did this episode. Um, I had a legitimate chuckle at this. So, so Stillman heads to a phone bo- phone booth to look up the address of Mike Murdoch, but he's not listed in the phone book. <laughs> I love the fact that that's all that has scuppered his plan. I just and and just the thought of of, of Stillman trying to get into a phone box. I know. It's just. <laughs> Like, yeah, there's like oh, someone right behind him, like, buddy, are you done yet? I need to call my wife. No, wait. <laughs> He's like, I can't, um, I can't, I can't <laughs> even reach the receiver because I'm wedged between the door. <laughs> like, what is going on? Ooh. It's like, oh, Stiltman. So, Spider Man sees Stiltman. <laughs> and. And he's like, oh, it's that guy that Daredevil mentioned earlier. And Stiltman's like, right, he's not in the phone book. It's only one thing to do. I'm going to break into a jeweler's and then I'll lure <laughs> Daredevil to me. 
Um, oh, what so, if Thor saw him? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, Spider-Man sees him and stops him yeah. anyway. It's great. It's like Stiltman is not the bright. I mean, he was the brightest before. I feel like him yeah. being shrunk into the quantum zone or whatever has messed with his brain. It's, it's, it's shrunk <laughs> his brain cells as well. <laughs> <It's>, um, <laughs> He did have, that's a good point though, because in his initial appearance, he did have like a plan and he was framing someone else. Yeah. You know, he was like a mastermind. Because here he's, uh, I noticed how with Gladiator a bit, Gladiator was never like super smart to begin with, but once someone teams up with the masked marauder, they get dumbed down. Oh, yeah. Because he's the default brains of the operation. Yeah. You know, which mm. is just dumb. But yeah. Because, yeah. yeah, I mean, Gladiator was never super smart but he was smart like he started he talking differently that. yeah like started talking like a weird thug instead of you know his usual theatrical they all turn into the ox self. whenever they team up with yeah I think that's a really good way of putting it yeah <laughs> um so there's a great perspective drawing of spider-man versus stilt man which was i loved it was great mm. uh, in the helicopter mask marauder pulls a gun on matt and says as you betray your brother judas <laughs> you will die first and Matt's like, um, I've got lots of money I can give you. Now, I just want to remind you guys, um, only about, what, five issues ago, the law firm was about to go under because they couldn't afford their rent. And one of the partners, Matt, who has all the money, went on a cruise instead. It went on a cruise whilst leaving his, his two-story apartment. Yes. It's just, uh, like, it, <laughs> it's stuff like this that honestly makes me think Stan just doesn't care or is mm-hmm. just, like, you know, having having a bit too much fun with it and just not thinking enough because it's just, it, it it makes no sense and it's, like, it's not even, like, a small oversight. Like, he, multiple times it mentions he has, like, this huge brownstone apartment mm-hmm. with multiple floors and, like, gym equipment and electric stuff and he can't pay rent. Yeah. For Foggy and Karen. And a brown you know. library and a sculpture garden <laughs> or whatever in it. <laughs> it's, it's borderline Wayne Manor. Like it's... Yeah. Oh, seriously. Yeah. There's one point where it's like he has one of the largest independent collections of Braille in the United States. <laughs> of it's he like does. Braille's expensive. <laughs> oh. I just, yeah, yeah it's. Um, I, I don't know whether it's like. It, almost like they were they were so keen to write this that they didn't actually do any kind of research into yeah. what law- lawyers actually do. <laughs> <laughs> um, it, it's just a nice. It was just like a convenient foil yeah. for um, for like you know for Matt Murdock and and, and Daredevil. Um, but I think there is a certain amount of just making it up as they go along. Yeah, I think that's it. It's just like, uh, I'll pay you. Um, Matt headbutts the Masked Marauder, who then falls on the button and deactivates the force field. So the Masked Marauder shoots his gun and Matt manages to get it. So he shoots the ropes off Matt's hands. <laughs> and then Matt <laughs> pretends to fall out of the helicopter. <laughs> This is my panel of the week because I just think it's a really well drawn shot of him like falling backwards. Um, mm. But also, I like Matt's blue suit. <laughs> I, is... I have I have noticed that Matt's suits like are getting they've become a lot lighter and more colourful yeah. since Mike Murdoch 
Yeah, it's Mike having a bad influence on him. <laughs> I feel like I love this. I mean, before before the 70s, the amount of times, like, in Superman, Clark Kent would go, whoops, I tripped and fall out of, like, a plane, <laughs> a helicopter, a space shuttle at one point, and then Superman <laughs> would turn up later, and everyone's like, oh, is Clark all right? And he's like, don't worry, I got him, you know, yeah, he's fine. Like, and, I, you know, I, Matt's I, doing the exact same thing. <laughs> and then you realise that everyone, like, around him is oh, idiots. Yeah. yeah. Because it's like... Mm. So Matt's literally just fallen out of the helicopter, and Daredevil has literally just appeared. <laughs> yeah, and Daredevil His goes, oh, twin don't brother. Worry. Like, don't worry, I was I was here the whole time, and I caught him and lowered him to the ground with my cane. Yeah, and it's just like you're idiots. <laughs> yeah. They're twins. They're linked. Yeah, I do like I do like how Karen launches herself at the Mask Marauder, though. Oh yeah, like with it. Although again. I'm not sure what was going on with her leg anatomy in that panel. <laughs> if you look at that panel, it looks, it looks like her leg is has gone no all like Mr. Fantastic. That <laughs> yeah. just kind of it, it's like a separate entity. It's very strange. She's got fantastic Mr. Mr. Fantastic powers in these early issues, Vicky. Did you not know? I didn't know. <laughs> there you go. Do you like Matt hanging from the helicopter by one leg and changing into Daredevil? <laughs> Just, I mean, this, it, I think it's pretty cool, to be honest. I like, love it. It's great. <laughs> I, I just imagine him dropping his clothes on some passerby underneath, <laughs> walking along Fifth <laughs> Avenue, and it's like, why is it raining? What? Why is it raining clothes? What's going on? Why is it like raining men's suits? What's yeah. going on? Hmm. What's it? Well, what's in this suit jacket? Oh, it's a business card saying Matt Murdock. Hmm. <laughs> Meanwhile, like meanwhile, yeah. Matt's, Matt's hanging from a helicopter with one leg, and it's like da, 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 da. he's just hanging from there in his underpants, <laughs> his, oh. his underpants and his brogues. Of course, always the brogues, always. So, I mean, where's where's his boots? He changes into his Daredevil boots. Where's he keeping them? I mean. We talk about how ridiculous this helicopter sequence is, but then I'm reminded of, like, what, issue two, where he's on a space shuttle and he <laughs> yeah. leaves the Earth? He lands, <laughs> lands in Central Park. Maybe, well, it's thrown down a bit, actually. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe he keeps them in a secret compartment in his cane. Probably. Along with everything else. <laughs> I mean, I'm glad... It's like I'm... his belt. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, there's TARDIS technology going on on this helicopter anyway, because mm. he now jumps up in back into the helicopter... And the inside of this helicopter is massive because they have a massive fight. <laughs> yeah. Um, and this is when he recognises the Masked Marauder's heartbeat. Ba ba ba. And the helicopter starts to spin out of control. I love the artwork where, like, Foggy and Karen look like they're kind of spinning. Mm. It's great. And then Masked Marauder goes, I know that you're. You you know, I know who you are. Dead was like, well, I know who you are. You're Mr. Farnham. And he's like, oh, how did you know? How did you guess? So Karen finally removes his little his little Kleenex hood. Oh, thank God. And stupid he's soy like, bird, he's like, <laughs> yes, it's me. And then he accidentally falls out of the helicopter and into the force field. 
and I cheered. I was like, <laughs> finally, no well, more stupid Mars Marauder and his stupid baggy clothes. Did you see I on mean, the you... um, the cover? They did say this is definitely the end of the Mars Marauder. Good. So, but, I mean, accident's one word, but I would call it murder. Uh, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, he's like, oh, watch out for that door that I just, like, I totally just punch you out of this helicopter. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I get that the fight's heated, but, uh, you know, great. So, the Comics Code Authority, they were really stingy with people dying, but mm-hmm. I guess, like, at this point, you know, because a few people have died in Dead Ever already. Yeah. Um, I mean, we it's see this guy get vaporized. Um, well, it's like it's the guy like... that we saw in the Klaus Kruger storyline that, like, basically dies yeah. of radiation poisoning. It's like, oh, like, it's, it's, it's really sad it's, and horrible. It's, it's, like, it's like any uh, episode of Casualty, when something appears, like, right at the beginning of an issue. Oh, you're like, yeah, you well, know. that's... Chekhov's gonna... force field. Yeah, it's going to come back and kill someone <laughs> later on in the, in the, in the issue. Yeah. Mm. So it was like at the beginning of this issue, it's like, oh, deadly force field around the helicopter. Mmm. Mmm. Foggy will fall into it, maybe. No, uh, no. <laughs> the true hero. <laughs> yeah, where's he been? Yeah, he he's been oh, trying yeah, to get into Karen's knickers. Oh, well, I, I know that. Oh, he says the controls, grab the controls before we crash. Okay, I think that's that. all he does in this issue, <laughs> pretty much. He doesn't do anything. There's no room for him now that Mike's in the picture. Mm. So. You know, that's the new love triangle. Aww. Yeah, po- Foggy, like, he really is the true hero of Dead Up. We, lo- we love and support Foggy in this house. Yes. In this oh, house. absolutely. He's he's my favourite in this run. Um, even though he does have his dark moments. He does. He's, he's like, but, uh, he's not, because Matt is just... Matt is just the worst. Like, <laughs> I, 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 I love I, him, I but, like, the stuff Matt does, you're like... Oh, you're the worst, Matt. Like, what are you doing? I'm I'm continuously, like, sitting there going, Foggy, why are you even friends with this arsehole? Yeah. So it's interesting. And I've, I've always, when I read Dead Evil, one of the things I've always kind of make fun of is how, like, Dead Evil, uh, Matt and Foggy break up all the time. Yeah. But then I'm like, wow, that's actually been happening since the start, so. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Except, like, now in the comics, or, you know, even, you know, way before, like, now, they actually do feel like friends, whereas we've we've sort of repeatedly said they don't even feel like friends in these early issues. Yeah, know? it's weird. They just feel like, you know, they met the first day of opening this law office together. I think, I think they feel like friends, but I think the whole idea is Karen's like a wedge between them. Mm. And it just, you know, it makes things ugly, all fairs and love and war and that, and they're both just sort of fighting over her but not outwardly fighting over her so they're both being mm. like sneaky and backstabby and this is just yeah. this is weird um, yeah yeah it's very strange karen karen just make up your mind and pick someone and then you know yeah then they then everyone can stop fighting p.s um, karen two of the men you're in love with are on. the same person actually <laughs> p.s karen three of the men you're in love with are the same person so <laughs> that should help <laughs> um so uh, Stiltman stuns Spider-Man and heads back to the helicopter. Um, and Spider-Man is pissed at Daredevil. Why? I don't know. He doesn't know that Stiltman was robbing that jewellery store to lure Daredevil there, does he? No. Why is he pissed I mean, he knows that it's Daredevil's villain. I mean, back then they had, like, weird things. Like, 
everyone sort of owned their rogues gallery. Mm-hmm. Like when Spider Man had a cold, he's like, oh, "I'll call Daredevil to take care of Ultra," and then he's like, "No, Ultra's my bad guy." And then he goes out and nearly dies because he has a cold. But um, <laughs> the so maybe it's just like this was Daredevil's problem, and you know. But I'm just I'm just trying to justify something that's not really. <laughs> and then later, Daredevil uh, steals Kingpin from Spider Man. Mm. Ooh, love triangle. <laughs> Although Kingpin's a great Spider-Man villain as well, but he's, mm. he's like more of an iconic, you know, Daredevil villain now. Yeah, uh, so although he he still is a Spider-Man villain. Yeah. at least he, he pops up recently. But um, yeah, I think it's cool that they share like a. I villain. would love to see oh. Vincent D'Onofrio as Kingpin in the MCU, even if they bring him in for spider-man but he's not <clears throat> we me and vicky have discussed this before vincent d'onofrio's kingpin is not the kingpin that should be up against tom holland's spider-man yeah i think the problem mm-hmm. is like i've i've always preferred spider-man hanging around with like daredevil and the punisher yeah me you too. know whereas like they've they've made this spider-man solely to hang out with the avengers like he doesn't really feel like street level yeah and you know so i just can't see him working with like D'Onofrio's Kingpin, or even Charlie Cox's Daredevil, like, just mm. feels too different. Um, yeah. I, I really want... I just I just want Team Red. I want all three of them. And then and then Clint watching them from from behind the scenes. Clint, Clint cooking the barbecue for them all on his room. Drinking, just drinking coffee, going, okay, so this looks bad. <laughs> uh, so, Stiltman's gun, short circuits when he tries to shoot um so instead he shrinks down to normal size in the river and so the cops can go and get him <laughs> well <laughs> and dada was like don't worry i can fly a helicopter i'll fly back to land <laughs> i flew i flew a giant oh, mechanical God. owl a few issues ago i've flown a <laughs> rocket before and an airplane too <laughs> oh man yeah and that's the end of the issue well guys not much fashion in this issue this week. Yeah, I had to go through a couple of times to choose stuff. I, I'm i going to boot and toot stuff first, and it's going to come as no surprise <laughs> that I'm going to boot the Masked Marauders outfit. Again, like, I think it's, just, it's every appearance of it. It's just tradition now. Like, every time he shows up, we're like, boot. Yeah, instant boot. I'm going to boot him out of a helicopter into a force field for his fashions. <laughs> for his lack and of fashion. They, like... And all all that whole time, he could have he could have fallen into the tiny um, hot air balloon basket. Yeah, <laughs> landed did. on a, on a bed of pillows. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and my two is going to be Matt's blue suit and his orange tie because I just thought it was a I just liked it as a look. Uh, what about yes. you, Vicky? What are you going to boot and toot this week? I am booting the Mars Marauder into the sun. <laughs> uh, just because, yeah, he's a, like just that whole, uh, and it's like it's it's really annoying because his color combination is is very Hawkeye, mm-hmm. um, but I just it, it just it looks like he went to his granddad's dressing up box uh, that he keeps like in the garden and just put on like his granddad's gardening outfit, and I just I hate it. I hate everything about it. Mm-hmm. So we're booting that. Mm-hmm. Uh, tooting, 
I think I'm going to have to toot Karen's red outfit again. Because I really like it. Yeah. It's a good little cosplay. Yeah. Her closet cosplay. (laughs) Yeah, I like it. Uh, What about you, Connor? Um... I, I have a little speech with my boot. Is that okay? Oh, <laughs> strap in, lads. Something I need to talk about. That's absolutely yeah. fine. Um, so I'm booting the Masked Marauder, his mm-hmm. outfit, and as a character. Um, yep. <laughs> so one of the reasons I picked this issue is because the Masked Marauder dies. Uh, <laughs> I have I have two villains that I consider, like, objectively the worst villains I've ever seen in comics. The first one is Montenegro. Right. He's a Power Man and Iron Fist villain, and his superpowers he can climb up things really fast with like mountain climbing gear <laughs> i've never and heard it's, of it's him that's literally amazing. the worst the worst thing ever and he's like a genuine foil for this guy who beat a dragon to death yeah. and the guy who's like immune to bullets um <laughs> and it's it's the worst thing ever even more puzzling than master order but the master order is the other one because i think he is the definition of lazy and mediocre yeah he's just like you got your stock purple colors it's he's just wearing a purple cape with goggles and a thing, and his real life persona is like the most obvious guy ever, and he has an evil mustache, and it's like this is the guy who created Doctor Octopus because at least like there was something there, there was like flavor to the matador. He had personality. Master Order is just nothing, and mm-hmm. I'm glad he got disintegrated. This this is why we love the Plunderer so much. Because the Plunderer just like throws his entire being into oh being this like evil mastermind and yeah. i love him for sometimes that. he's, he's like, a pirate oh. sometimes he's a dracula it's like, <laughs> sometimes oh, so, he's whatever. <laughs> so so you want some sort of pirate gimmick do you i'll give you a goddamn pirate gimmick <laughs> <laughs> and I yeah just, he he has a personality he's and, like he has a goal which mm-hmm. he wants to achieve and a backstory with the characters you know like i mean yeah he's he's like a goofy pirate gets death rays but still you know. Do you know i think do you know why i think i love the plunderer so much uh from like the very first moment he appeared <laughs> it's because he is so like alan rickman as mm-hmm. Uh, from from uh, Robin Hood, Prince of Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. Oh yeah, as, yeah, the Sheriff of Nottingham. He is camp as tits, and he is having <laughs> the best time. Yeah. yeah, just the best time being an evil villain, and I love that. I He's love that. Unapologetically, just fun and evil, and it's great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. Um, I, I love him. Yeah. Uh, I guess that that's that's my Master Marauder rant gone, and he, you know, now he's dead, so we can all be happy. Uh, it was a birthday my... miracle for Vicky. <laughs> it was a birthday miracle. Amazing. What was your toot? Well, I I was initially going to cheat and go Daredevil or Spider Man, but I ended up going with Stilt Man. Yeah. <laughs> looking at like his face the way it's drawn like if i was reading this when i was a kid i would have been creeped out by him mm. there's just something like odd about his face and sinister the way it's drawn it's um, very kind of like cyberman isn't it yeah that sort of empty so, yeah i get what you mean yeah so i i really like that and you know i'm digging the new stilt man outfit as well uh, yeah lops yeah yeah so Nice, okay. Toots and boots. Um, panel of the week. Uh, mine is going to be 
Matt falling out of the helicopter, <laughs> plus the one afterwards of him hanging, hanging from the helicopter. Just like... There's going to be both of those two. It's a bit of a cheat, but I just I just like that moment. Chilling out, just hanging. Yeah. Uh, what about you, Vicky? I have gone for uh, so Karen looking absolutely horrified whilst <laughs> uh, Daredevil like faces off against the Mars Marauder. Just I just thought that was a really good panel overall, um, and I just you know what I'm I'm a total slut for the, like the kind of pop art like mm-hmm. women pop art mm. look and she just looks so horrified and her hair just looks so perfect <laughs> and I was just yeah I was I like totally into that and I did also enjoy um, Spidey punching Stiltman that was yeah. a good panel mm. that's great yeah what about you Connor um well uh I'll stick with my original choice because I won't I won't check it out change it I did uh despite the anatomy I did like Stiltman carrying Karen out because I'm a, a big horror fan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, now that I've noticed that it's kind of ruined a bit, but, um, <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, that, that, that's fine. Uh, but yeah, I'm like a big horror fan and I also like really vintage horror. So I've got very like creature that, from the black uh, Lagoon yes. sort of vibes and like all the smoke around as well. Um, I just thought it looked cool. Uh, yeah. But I also really liked Stiltman hopping out of the helicopter <laughs> with his big legs. <laughs> Uh, that that was like my make me laugh paddle of the week. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> awesome. Okay, so now it is time where we decide what we're going to do with this issue of Daredevil. Uh, I'll remind you guys of the options. We, uh, if we think that this is a one of the best issues of Daredevil ever, we get to put it in our vault, um, which uh, it will go on a silk cushion in the vault and be kept pristine forever and ever. Uh, if we think it's absolute trash, it gets thrown out the window, uh, land in the garbage. Um, and if we think it's all it's all right, then basically what we do is we just kind of chuck it under the bar to mop up all the spillages after Vicky's birthday party in the bar later. <laughs> so what I, do you think, guys? I am putting this on a velvet pillow in the vault because, really? uh, yeah, because Baba Felicia, <laughs> um, it just, yeah, the death of the Marauder. See ya. Bye. Mm. I'll be So yeah, let's go. Uh, for me personally, other, like aside from that, I thought it was a pretty shit issue. Um, but for me, it's going in the vault because I, don't have to see that stupid costume <laughs> ever again. <clears throat> what so, about yeah, you, that's... Connor? I mean, I feel like the issue's a, sh- a shelf or window issue, but like Vicky said, I feel like the Master Marauder, the death of him, you know, the first super big Daredevil villain mm-hmm. needs to go into the vault because A, it's momentous, and B, like, it's just so good that he's dead. <laughs> um, you know... Yeah. Like just just for historical value, not for quality. In the historical um, documents. <laughs> yes, I think it should be in the vault for that reason. So not on a pillow, just in like a filing cabinet or something, but mm. in the vault. In this um, ring binder, I'm. I'm oh man, I'm, I'm, I, I was I, gonna I'm, just throw it under the bar, but I have. I, I yeah, it is. It's it's a valued historical <laughs> historical document. I can't speak. Um, so, of showing. I'm. To- I'm 
I'm totally watching Galaxy Quest later now. <laughs> historical documents. Historical documents. The yes, I think it has to go in the vault, so it's going yeah. in the vault. Hey! Goes. Right. So next week um, we have uh, a brand new issue to talk about. And I'm going to say the name of it, and we are going to go into our segment, Vix Predicts. <laughs> why, is your, why is your theme tune now the Spider-Man theme tune? I don't know. <laughs> it's apt for this week. So, Vicky, um, <laughs> next week's issue is called Thou Shalt Not Covet Thy Neighbour's Planet. <gasps> oh. That's a bit of a, you know, not happy with this two-story brownstone. <laughs> well, Daredevil's got his eye on another planet. And so he's, he's like, oh, pissed, I'm going to that. Piss, pissing off to Mars. <laughs> he's like, I'm going to become a Mormon because that means I get my own planet one day. Isn't that a Mormon thing? <laughs> what? I think so. <laughs> I'm pretty sure in Mormon, if you're a Mormon, they believe that one day you get your own planet or something. Oh, sweet. I don't know. I think so. I, th- I vaguely remember them mentioning well, I know where I'm signing up. up. <laughs> <laughs> well, that could mean anything. Like, I guess, is it a villain that's, like, basically trying to steal planets? <laughs> oh, my God, is it like, you know, at the end of Men in Black, like, after the credits, and mm-hmm. you see, like, our, our universe is just like a tiny marble. So there's and someone who's collecting planets, like little... Yeah. Is it, is it like, is it universe collecting aliens? <laughs> is it Dormammu? <laughs> Dormammu, I've come to bargain. <laughs> um, mm, we shall have to see. Oh, uh, a uh, uh, universe marble collecting alien. That's what I'm going for. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, we'll see if you're right next week on <laughs> Uh, Connor, thank you for coming on so much again. Yay! No worries, it was fun. We always love having you on. You're on in a couple of weeks again. Uh, 29, I think, yeah. Yeah, 29 you're on. And I think after awesome. that it's 38. Um, <clears throat> cool. Yeah, which is very exciting. We're almost at like 30. I know. Wow. wow. Podcast is getting old. Um <laughs> So, uh, obviously, you do your own podcast as well. Would you like to promote those here? Uh, sure. I like promoting things. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I won't promote my new hair tonic. I'll do that somewhere else. But, <laughs> uh, so, uh, yeah, I do Sons of the Dragon, the Immortal Iron Fist podcast. Big word for but uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's an Iron Fist podcast. We awesome. are currently covering the new miniseries, which is very good. Um, and I also do, oh, and Rebecca's on it too, Yay. who's been on here a few times. Yay, and, Rebecca! And, uh, I also do Last Sons of Krypton, a Superman podcast, which is where me, sort of similar to this, me and a newbie to Superman, uh, go through anything Superman that we feel like doing. Um, uh, although he's, now that we're 60 episodes and he's much less of a newbie, so, <laughs> but, um, <laughs> yeah, so, uh, if anyone's interested in, either of those characters or anything go check them out nice yeah. sweet that's cool are you going to cover the um the Zack Snyder cut of the uh, Justice League do you think we'll both do probably like a brief review with our thoughts but there's like so many podcasts that'll do like in-depth yeah, reviews and stuff yeah. we tend to stick more to like the comics and stuff um 
or the books. Yeah, I think that's a good idea. Uh, like, we will never be covering the Daredevil film because Vicky will legitimately kill me if I make her watch it again. If you make me watch that again, like but that's, coolio. That's, <laughs> exactly. That's it. Like our friendship is over. <laughs> if you make me do that again, I'm just—it's not happening. It's not happening ever. Ever. Oh. <laughs> oh. Uh, I like awesome. that movie. <laughs> I like it as well. I, I like the director's cut, I should say. I don't like the theatrical That's the yes. one she made me watch. And it was just like, so At least good. I didn't make you watch the theatrical. <laughs> then you'd hate it even more. But I'd already seen that and knew that I hated it. <laughs> and then you made me watch an even longer version. <laughs> like, oh. Yeah. If you listen to that podcast, it's literally me just going, I hate you, Claire. Yeah, hate it's you. pretty much that for two hours. <laughs> it's hilarious. Um, Connor, what are your what are your thoughts quickly on, because um, uh, there's been a lot of little rumblings this week about the Defenders characters, because now all the rights are finally back with Marvel. What are your thoughts on um, Iron Fist in particular? I wanted to ask you about this being brought into the MCU. Do you think he'll be in like the Shang-Chi movie as like a little gateway to that character or would you like him to not be in the mcu um look i would i quite liked the show i wasn't big on the second season um i don't know if you heard but finn jones recently pretty much said what the third season was going to be yeah it sounded so good it really sounded good um which is a shame because it was like the third act to his yeah, character arc, but, it's uh, him becoming Iron Fist because people were like a lot of the complaints I saw was like, oh, he's not Iron Fist in it. Well, the third series would have been yeah. becoming Iron Fist, you know, like yeah. And you know, him and Ward traveling in Asia just sounded phenomenal. Yeah. Um. So, to be honest, like if they're gonna recast and stuff, I would honestly just prefer that there is no Iron Fist in the MCU because. Look, I enjoyed the first season. I can still watch it and enjoy it for what it is. Mm. Um, you know, uh, but I would really love a continuation or like a, if they get Mark Holter back, a Power Man and Iron Fist thing, I'd really like. Yeah, it'd be so good. Mm. Um, because, but the problem is both of those characters got left on like these cliffhangers. So yeah. who knows? But um, yeah, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't actually know anything about it or anything, but uh, that's just me. Mm. Um, yeah. Cool. I just wanted to ask, just to be nosy. Uh, right. Well, <laughs> okay. now it is officially time at the bar, and we have to get the bar um, cleared of people so we can have a, a lock in and uh, Vicky's birthday party. 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 So uh, we will be back next week. Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye. See ya. Thanks for listening. If you want to send us feedback, you can contact us via Josie's Bar at reactionary-sass.com, on facebook.com at Josie's Bar Podcast, at Instagram or Twitter at Josie's Bar, or on Tumblr at josiesbarpodcast.tumblr.com. You can also call the SAS line, 321-710-4947. Our other podcasts and individual social media accounts can be found at reactionary-sass.com.